Welcome to the Teenage America Podcast. I'm your host, John, joined by co-hosts uh, Reagan and Aiden. And today we are continuing our talk through the fruits of the Spirit. And today we are on kindness and how that relates to the other fruits. We will figure out as we go. And uh, we are excited to jump into this one. To begin, I have the verse in Ephesians 4.32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as, as in Christ God forgave you. Um, and that kind of just demonstrates how uh, kindness and forgiveness kind of go hand in hand a little bit. And the fact that if you're kind and compassionate to each other, then you will forgive. And it, uh, when you're kind, forgiveness kind of manifests out of that. Uh, so let's see how uh, we how this works as we dive into this topic. Yeah, um, so starting out with, I think, my initial thoughts on kindness itself. Um, I guess from a broad standpoint, when you look at everyone, you know, that everyone, their actions, you know, how we portray ourselves, um, and you can go through all the things, you know, that we do on a daily basis, but I think that, um, you know, we have a, obviously each of us are part of a family, you know, we have people that are around a lot, and I think that kindness is kind of a, you know, it's a big deal. I mean, how you treat people is a big deal. And uh, I actually have a verse from Matthew seven twelve that says, So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. And um, I, I think that that, you know, when, when we hear that verse, you know, when we think about that, um, you know, obviously I, I think every single one of us want to be treated kindly and want to be treated in a, in a nice manner or way. Um, so then therefore we need to do that to other people. We need to treat others like the first says, as we want to be treated. Um, and I, I, I think that we see Christ and his, his, um, his life on earth as a good example of that ultimately. And also he, the whole purpose of him coming to earth to die for those who, um, are his people to die for sinners like each and every one of us are, but that is the ultimate true test of kindness that he would uh, give his life up to um to die and to save uh those who don't deserve it whatsoever you know and we're all sinners you know we've all fallen short of the glory of god as scripture says so that is the ultimate act of kindness that you know we we can never amount to we can never um do you know we can never be that kind as to to do that and to, to take on the burden that christ did ultimately um to die for people who, you know, don't deserve it. And um, I think that's what makes the act of Christ so great, is it's not just a matter of, you know, him dying for people that um, were great people, you know, that they really deserved it. It's the fact that we don't, the fact that none of us deserve a way of salvation, the fact that none of us deserve heaven, ultimately, and the fact that Christ was sent to die he did so willingly that is you know that that act is just immeasurable and um it is very it's almost mind-blowing ultimately when you think about that and i think that that's a as john touched on a very little bit um a good uh thing to think about when we when we talk about kindness you know what it you know christ presented to us the you know how to act um, and, and the story of his life. But then when he died, that shows us ultimately the 
peak of kindness. You know, that that's a major, um, major deal. The fact that someone would die for people that don't even deserve it. And so that's a great example for us as believers to follow, you know, and go, okay, well, you know, obviously, um, you know, we have all these people around us every day that we could be, we can um, act around and we have people that we, you know, talk to, how do we act around them? How do we treat them? And so I think that, you know, obviously treating them in a kind manner is, is, you know, obviously the thing that we should do. But, um, yeah, I think this is a, it's a pretty good topic to talk about because there's like so many things that, um, you could talk about not just in physical actions, but like in, in your brain, you know, what you think when you're around people. Um, it, there's so many things that you can talk about, you know, cause it's not just how you treat people, you know, it's also what you think about them. You know, when you're around people and you see someone doing something that you may not like, or you don't particularly like a person for a reason, you know, that, um, the question then becomes, you know, are you really being kind? You know, because inside of you're thinking bad thoughts about them, you know, but you may not act that way physically, you're still not being kind, you know, you're still not being loving toward that person. So there's so many things you can really talk about with this, but I think that Christ is ultimately our example um, for, you know, of kindness. And I think that we can take a, a, a great look at his life and, and take from that and build off of it. Um, and ultimately also prayer and um, and asking God to work in us and the Holy Spirit to, ch to change our hearts and um, to continually become better at being kind toward people because I think it's something we could all work on. But yeah, those are my first initial thoughts. That last part about um, even what you're thinking uh, being important, I think that that is also so important as the Bible talks about. It's not just actions. It's also your heart. And um, the things you're thinking uh, can be, and I think are, uh, as, of great, uh, as of an equal importance to things that you actually do. Because God looks at um, the mind and the heart of a, and the soul of a being, uh, not just the outward because you could be, you know, outwardly kind, but insides um, harboring um, wrong thoughts against people. Because ultimately, that's not something that we're supposed to have, and it can definitely be a struggle, um, especially when there's people doing things like Aiden said that you don't you don't necessarily like a person for things that have happened between you and that person or things like that. But we have to refrain from that. Um, and like Aiden said, that following the ultimate example of Christ and His kindness to us. And even looking at, um, and I've been kind of tying this in to a lot of our past couple um, podcasts because it is such a big deal around the world, the coronavirus, and looking at um, how does a loving and kind God allow for bad things to happen? I think that's kind of one of the biggest questions that you'll hear Christian philosophers and theologians talk about is that question, how does a kind God allow that? And... Um, I think that what I, we were listening to a sermon recently, and um, sometimes even going through these times is not a direct attack on people. Sometimes it's just God allowing things for a bigger reason that we can't necessarily see, and this goes back to being trusting and knowing that God ultimately will be working things out for our good and for His glory, whether that means um, going through hardships, going through things like death, you will ultimately either be delivered from your circumstance or delivered to him through those things. So that's kind of like a brief thing I think relates to the here and now um, in way of kindness. Um, I think another thing, I think Aiden touched on this a little bit, is being kind to people around you. I think this is one of the biggest things a Christian can do. One of the real, like, real signs, I think, of a Christian and how you can see this as a real fruit in people's lives is just the act of being 
nice, being kind to people. It it changes so much. You can see that we have such a hard world. We have such a hard society. It's all about defensiveness and getting yours and pride. Um, being kind can actually be a surprise to people. It can actually be shocking to people. Um, and like I found this uh, definition of kindness. It says, an attribute of God and quality desirable, but not consistently found in humans. And I think that we all desire to be kind and have people be kind towards us. Just as being a human, you want someone to be kind to you. Um, and ultimately, that's so inconsistent. Um, like it says, it's not, there's, that's really not found a lot in modern culture. And so that act, like, I don't think people understand how, like, the gravity of just being kind, just doing little things that are kind can really change someone. Um, it can, it's, it's beneficial for the person receiving that kindness can be, um, they can actually be healing for people, but also for the person being kind, um, it, it makes you, it makes you feel better. And I think that's as a result of the Holy Spirit, you feel like you are, um, working in the spirit to do that. And that produces, um, joy. And I think it, it, as all the fruits of the spirit do, they all go right in with each other. Um, so perfectly as God would have designed um, such a beautiful system. But um, yeah, just being being kind to one another, um, especially right now is we're all kind of inside of the house with our family members, and some people may have not had to spend this much time with their family before. Um, developing that ability to be kind to uh, siblings, I know that's um, definitely a thing all the time, uh, but also being kind to... Um, those around you when this is all over, when you go out again and people are doing things, being kind to each other that you see, it can be in the smallest things, just anywhere. You can be kind to people, um, helping people out with things, a smile. Um, a smile can really do so much. It's it's amazing um, how this is something that's so, I think, so key to humans, to human nature. We want it so much, yet we really don't, really, really don't do it very much. Um and so, yeah, and I think another way that um, just thinking of practical ways to be kind, um, even right now, is, um, I know we've echoed this a couple of times, but staying inside and um, being respectful of one another is also kind to those who are fighting the coronavirus and those who are dealing with it, being inside and being kind. So that's uh, a bit lengthy, but I think that those are my uh, first thoughts on this. And um, even I think I dove into a couple of topics, but. And yeah, I agree with uh, what Rain and Aiden were saying, how uh, during this time, especially in the coronavirus, and just every day uh, in your life, you have to make the decision in your brain uh, to be kind to the people that are around you. Um, and as Aiden was saying, how God came down and he died for people that weren't being kind to him. I mean, he got killed on a cross uh, for something he didn't do. He got uh falsely accused uh, when he lived a perfect life and he was the perfect example of living out these fruits of the spirit with people that um, if they were doing these things to us we would act out and probably in rudeness and um, anger and think bad thoughts about these people but God didn't do any of that um, obviously we can't be perfect like God was but we could try to be uh, and we want to be and we strive to be, but we never will be uh, until 
we go to heaven and we are complete there. But it's key to think that uh, each morning you wake up and you pray and you're in the Bible and you are always thinking about it, then each of these fruits will branch out into your life. Uh, and kindness, just because it's the one we're thinking about right now, I'll go more specifically into that. You have to make a decision to be kind to anyone in your path because there's a Bible verse, I don't know where, but it says, um, love your neighbors, I mean, love your enemies and your neighbors, uh, which is a commandment, love your neighbors. Um, but, and that's a key and important thing because it's not love your neighbors to think terrible thoughts about them and to be rude to them, uh, even if they've rude to you. It's important to give showcase uh, love to them. And it can be hard to do that when we're living either out of the flesh or we're uh, just yeah living out of the flesh. <laughs> I mean, because that's when you're not going to, ex- uh, as a Christian, that's when you're not going to have the fruits of the Spirit come out in your life. And it's important to live each day as Christ would lived his life, um, which, again, you can't be perfect at it. And um, even I strive to learn more about these fruits of the Spirit. And as we, uh, as we dive deeper into these fruits of kindness, uh, even I'm learning things about things uh, of these fruits of the Spirit and how they're uh, tied into each other so well and all this different stuff. And so we're always learning. Uh, so I just want to give that encouragement that you're never going to get get there completely, but you want to see growth. And if you slip up or make a mistake, then repent of that and keep going and keep living as Christ lived and uh, be kind. Because if you're kind, then people will see a difference in you. And I know we've talked about this a lot before in uh, past episodes, but if you're kind then people will see your fruit and want to know why. And if they want to know why, then um, you could help them come to Christ. And that's a very important thing and something that uh, we as Christians strive for. Um, and that's another reason why kindness is something that needs to be out there. And um, as Rainer was saying, the coronavirus, many people wonder, like, why would God unleash this and why was this happening um it's it's not like uh i mean it was the coronavirus was the coronavirus came down not god let it happen he didn't make it happen because i think it's in the bible uh you guys can back me up on this but or correct me if i'm wrong but uh things it says like uh nothing happens unless uh, God allows it to. So he doesn't make the thing happen, but he allows it to so people can either learn something or if there's a if there's an extreme lesson to be learned, uh, then he'll use this as a natural disaster to make people learn it. Um, and they're not only major disasters. Um, can't, it doesn't have to be a major disaster, but a major disaster affects a lot more people. And... Um, it makes them learn a lesson, but it could also be, uh, not like a big thing, but God could do something little in your life, like a sign or a miracle or 
some hard time to help you learn a lesson that you need to learn. So it's important as we go through this time of coronavirus, uh, what does God try to teach society, or what is he trying to teach me during this time? Yeah, and I think you you just you said that perfectly. How how what is what is God trying to teach me through this time? What is ta- what is God trying to teach others, and what is God trying to teach society as a whole? Because it could not necessarily be, um, God could not have necessarily allowed this to teach necessarily you personally something, but something big like this could be to teach the world something um, that we ultimately want God to be able to teach the world lessons, and so we need to weather through this, um, knowing God. Um, to be a kind of God and trusting Him on how He's how He is um, running things. Yeah, and um, yeah, I agree with everything you guys have been saying thus far. Um, I think that overall, like um, I, I think that you know, like you guys are talking about with the coronavirus and stuff, um, which obviously it's becoming a bigger deal as time goes on, uh, which I don't really think it was looked at as that big of a deal in the beginning. But using that as an example specifically, I think that it's easy for people to, you know, when they talk about God allowing such things like this to happen. Um, although we have seen worse, you know, there, we look at back at the World War Two, you know, one, all the, um, we look at, uh, you know, things like abortion too, where there's just millions of babies being killed every year. There are a lot of terrible things that have happened in the past, things that are still happening. Why does God let this stuff happen? You know, why would a kind, loving God allow this to happen? And I think that what people a lot of the times do, a couple of things actually, is um, if you look in the Old Testament, which I'm not saying it's not in the New Testament, it is, but if we specifically look at the Old Testament, God is not just a God of, you know, just love and kindness, and which he is, 100%. However, he does, he, he does, he is wrathful. Um, he is, he does judge those who, who are, uh, who do wrong, who sin against him. We see that was like Sodom and Gomorrah in the Old Testament. He absolutely wiped them out off the face of the earth because they were so sinful and they were just rebelling against him and he ended it all. You know, and, and so then the question is, like, why would he do that? You know, and it, it has to be answered because if you look at, you know, us as people, um, we're sinners. We're complete sinners. We, we do the exact opposite of what we should do we sin against god daily on a daily basis many times um i i would even argue many times that we even realize you know we may realize our own sin we may see it catch it and then repent of it however i think there are a lot of sins that we don't even realize that we commit and you know but but these people in the old testament like sodom and gomorrah they were doing this stuff knowing you know they even were warned and they continued to do it and do it do it and then god punished them i think that's a great example of you know, God is, yes, he's loving toward his people, of course. He's kind. You know, if he wasn't kind, if he wasn't loving, then we would just be wiped off the face of the earth because we are, we literally sin against him every day. We don't deserve, you know, Christ and what he did, but however it was done. And that's the true, like I said, ultimate example of kindness and of lovingness. And um, so uh, when we look at something like the coronavirus specifically, um, you know, it's, uh, it's there, you know, and God is allowing it to happen. Um, you know, he decreed this to happen. Uh, so then the reality is we may not really know why it's happening, but as Reagan and John were saying, you know, we could look at this and God could use this to, you know, help us to see things in our own lives. You know, like I think we're all here, you know, we're all, um, kind of, 
you know, uh, all here now. We're in quarantine. We're not allowed to go anywhere, really. And now, you know, that's an opportunity for us to see our own sin um, more so than when we're all doing other things, you know, being able to go everywhere. We're all here, you know, as families, all of us together, you know. Um, and so I think that God used it. God, in, in a way, in a way where, yeah, this isn't really a great situation, but he's allowing us to see our own sin, you know, and even maybe bring other people to Christ that aren't saved, you know, and that, that maybe by using this, you know, this pandemic as a way or a means for people to see, yeah, well, maybe if, what if I did get this and, and I were to, you know, die, you know, what, where would I spend eternity? You know, like questions like that can be easily brought up in times where there are, you know, um, worry or in, and stuff. So ultimately, like God, it, you know, it's a great example of kindness, ultimately, and even in, in this situation, um, we see his kindness on his own people, and you know, he keeps us safe. You know, even they, those who are sick, um, the hope is that they recover, you know? If not, the hope is that they're saved, and then Paul says to die is gain in Scripture. So then, you know, if, if someone, and it would obviously be a terrible thing if someone were to die from the coronavirus, and we've seen many deaths thus far, but, you know, as a believer, specifically if you are a believer, then you are, you know, you're spending eternity in heaven with um, the creator of the world, you know, the God of the universe. So there is kindness behind even the things that look bad, you know, and, and then so we see that in, our, in the God that we serve, and we see um, his his kindness even in times where you don't think he's being kind or you don't think he's being loving. And so, um, but I think that we need to carry that over as people as well. You know, we need to see that uh, treating people in a disrespectful manner or a wrong, you know, way isn't, isn't it obviously it's a part of our own sense, our own flesh. It's um, us not acting in the way we should. However, um, you know, kindness can, like Reagan and John were saying, even lead people to Christ, and, and not not because of that action, but obviously it's the saving grace of God and His working in the person's heart. But um, God can use you as a means um, to be a light to, the, to those people. You know, when you when you're kind to them, that goes a long way. As Reagan and John were saying, um, maybe even speaking to someone, um, just being kind to them changes the whole type of conversation that you could have. Because if you're not kind, if you're not loving, then you um, that the conversation could end, you know, and completely, and the person may not even want to speak to you. However, also what has to be remembered is, you know, that you need to share the truth and not hide it, hold anything back, you know, not water it down. Um, but, I, you know, but being kind goes a long way, and it goes a long way just in our own lives. As Reagan said, you know, you see that you're, you can be, that you yourself being kind, and you see that that impacted someone, and then you see that, um, it, like Reagan said, it makes you feel good inside. Now, you know, and that's, um, it's a good thing, obviously. Um, but then, uh, you know, you thank the Lord for having the opportunity to, to impact that person and then continue with it and continue being kind to people. And it's a big deal. Um, but obviously, like I said, though, earlier, and I'll say it again as my final thoughts, that um, can continue. And I think, you know, both John and Reagan talked about this, but continual prayer, um, you know, reading the Word, seeing different examples of Scripture, people, and with all the fruits of the Spirit, not just kindness, but every one of them. You know, we see, uh, pray that God will give us, um, you know, the ability to continue to work on every fruit of the Spirit and become better with it. Because it's not just kindness that we all need to work on, it's everything. It's kindness, patience, you know, lovingness, all that, you know, et cetera. It goes on and on and on. So, yeah, this is my final thoughts.
Yeah, and I want to hit on some of the things you talked about. Um, like you were saying, um, with God allowing things, I think it's also important to note that when we look at the fruit, uh, the fruits of the Spirit, um, it's a capital S for the Spirit, which means it's the Holy Spirit. It's the fruits of the Holy Spirit, and if you have the Holy Spirit, you can exhibit these fruits. And the Holy Spirit is part of uh, the Trinity because we have a triune God. And so God also exhibits these things as his character. We have to exhibit these things as a, we have to work to um, allow ourselves to turn to the Holy Spirit and have these things come out of us as a result of having the Holy Spirit. God has these things as just part of his character. Um, And I think it's important to know that because he has, I mean, in things like um, injustice, because God is a, a just God. And when you have um, a just God, there will be punishment for wrongdoing. And I think if um, you look at, like Aiden said, Sodom and Gomorrah, he, there, God has, um, he has to administer justice, um, which can become come as punishments um, to the world um, for the sins of the world. And I think especially a time where we see a lot of corruption around the world globally, it's not surprising that we would have an event like this um, to kind of shift um, everybody's focus, and and I think it's also a huge opportunity for Christians, like Aiden said, to be able to minister to those affected by it, and to and to speak to a world that is kind of shaken. That the answer to all of this is it is Christ, it is God, and I think there could be um, a massive revival um, throughout the world um, if we were given that opportunity to speak to others. So I think being on the lookout for that being able to exhibit um, these fruits of the Spirit um, and letting kindness and patience and love be um, the things we live by um, in the Bible, living by the Bible as best we can, Um, because no one's ever going to be perfect at this, but is striving for that through the hard times, being trusting, being diligent, um, exhibiting the fruits of the Spirit is going to be key in the coming coming months and the coming years as a result of this... um, is happening. And so yeah, remembering God is is just. He exhibits as he exhibits these fruits as his own character. And those are things we need to remember as we look at um things like we may not that we may not understand um and things that may be confusing to us. So and I think Aiden you hit it on it um really well and you you hit all those those uh those points really well. But I just wanted to kind of reiterate what you said and uh as my final thoughts for this and also offer uh, I think I kind of said this already, but as a challenge, just really working um, just in the coming days because um, we have to live day to day. But as Christians, knowing that our future um, is not guaranteed, we must live day to day doing the best we can. So being kind, um, being loving, exhibiting these fruits, praying, being in the words so that we can stay grounded with the, with the craziness going on, that we can stay we can stay solid through the craziness to be able to come out the other side and minister to those who may have been shaken up by the the craziness of the world. So those are my final thoughts. Uh, And as we wrap up this episode, um, we just want you to keep pursuing uh, kindness and all the fruits of the Spirit. Keep uh, kind of demonstrating them in your life um, and keep trying to strive and see week over week uh, kind of improvement on this stuff and keep battling uh, if there's an enemy that uh, you feel angry about or um, it could be anyone 
um, think about that person and pray for him. And if he's not a Christian, pray for that person's eternity and try to do something nice for that person and try to, or just try to be loving or try to be nice when you meet them or uh, try to, or uh, when you see them. Um, and so that's my encouragement to you guys. And always, as always, as we uh, finish up this podcast, I want to say a quick prayer for um, anyone that is struggling with kindness or doesn't feel like they have enough kindness to themselves or not, not enough people are giving them kindness and therefore doesn't want to give kindness to that person. Uh, I want to pray for you guys and I also want to pray for encouragement for you guys. So uh, please join me. Uh, dear God, I want to pray for our listeners and even the people that aren't listening for whatever reason. Uh, please help them to keep striving forward and keep uh, pursuing you and keep uh, learning and growing and making a difference in their community in the smallest ways can be the biggest ways. It doesn't always have to be a podcast. It doesn't have to be a movie. It doesn't have to be a song. It doesn't have to reach massive amount of people. It's just that maybe that one person, that maybe that will give you enough encouragement to keep going. If God doesn't have give you a platform right now, then keep going in your community and don't let that stop you. And please uh, help everyone, including uh, me, Ray, and Aiden, to all be able to demonstrate kindness and all the fruits of the Spirit that we've learned so far. Please help them to manifest in our lives and uh, that we'd all uh, <clears throat> try to be more like you uh, each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. And with that, uh, I'm going to wrap up this podcast of the Fruits of the Spirit. And uh, please uh, keep a lookout for the next Fruit of the Spirit episode. And we will uh, see you there.